0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Oh, my life.
0: This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090
2: ESPN Radio. Hello on a beautiful Memorial Day Monday and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. It is a beautiful Memorial Day Monday. I hope you guys are having an amazing time out there. And uh, we did want to play for you some of our more popular interviews over the past year. Uh, And we are going to begin when we sat down with the man, the myth, the legend, Edward James. Almost we sat down with him during Super Bowl week, Super Bowl Radio Row. So let's start with... The man himself mr. Edward James Olmos all right we are back here and I am very thrilled about this because we are uh, joined by um, you know two men that I really wanted to talk to when I saw you guys walking around I was like I gotta get you on mr. Edward James Olmos first of all because of you know East Los Angeles and what a weekend this is for Los Angeles and uh, Emilio Rivera as well Um, first of all thank you guys so much for joining so Edward James, almost. I got to ask you about what Los Angeles, what this week means for Los Angeles. We got the Rams back in the Super Bowl. Our Los Angeles Rams are playing in this game.
3: I mean, it's been a uh, an extraordinary uh, change of events here, man. I mean, the Rams have really pushed it over the top. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers have done it for us. The Dodgers have done it for us, and then on Sunday, the Rams are going to do it for us. Yeah, they're going to win it.
2: What an amazing, also, like, couple of years it's been. You know, I mean, 2020, we'll, re- we'll remember it for the pandemic. But the Lakers won the championship. The Dodgers won the championship. Uh, but we didn't get a parade, obviously. But now things are beginning to come back to normal. And I think if the Rams win on Sunday, what what a parade, what that would mean for they Los Angeles. It. They need it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, um, and, you know, what was sucks about that is that when we won the World Series, they were saying they could only win when there's only half a season because it was half a season for everybody. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, hey, everybody uh, played. You know, you know what I'm saying, brother? Yeah. So I think, I think we should, um when we finally do have a parade, I think they should all line them all up, all the teams. Oh, like, that's great. Be, that'd be
2: badass, right? Yeah, Exactly. Well, we earned it. Exactly. This is just mm. seal it. No doubt about yeah. it. You guys are here prom- promoting, and I just love all the work that you guys do. Um, Mayans MC, uh, Tuesday, April nineteenth, ten p.m. Eastern Pacific on FX, streaming on Hulu. Talk about this, because I mean, again, you're when people see, especially Edward James Earl, I mean, grew up with this man. So let's talk about the show, please.
3: Man, please understand one thing: it is really dark. I do not advise this movie to be seen by anybody that did not like Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Anybody like Sons of Anarchy, you'll get your mind blown. If you haven't seen already, you probably already tuned into it. Yeah, because of curiosity. But basically, this movie is uh, Emilio says it best. It's showing, shining a light on darkness,
1: and uh, it's very, very intense, very real. And you know, and, and you know, just to uh, know that I'm working with Eddie almost for the past four years now—that's Wow. That's a treat in itself. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I, that's an understatement. Sure. I I'm just saying what I feel for the man. Yeah. And to be here with him, you know, and then doing this, doing the press for our show, going to the Super Bowl with Eddie. That's awesome. It's like, awesome. A, it's like a, you know, it, that just didn't really happen, bro. Somebody you admire since you were a, a teenager. Yes. You dig what I'm saying? So here I am now. Look what we're doing, having a ball. Right, Cardinal? Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? It's just... Big time. So one of oh no doubt about it. One of my favorite years growing up in Los Angeles, 1988. The Lakers won the championship. The Dodgers won the World Series, and one of my favorite movies, "Stand and Deliver," was released. I mean, when you think about all the great films that you have done, I mean, there, there was something about that film that really connected people. Um, You've done so many great films. Talk about why maybe that film touches so many people still.
3: More than any film I've ever done. It's the most viewed film of any film that's ever been made in the United States, wow. period. More Incredible. than Jaws, more than Gone with the Wind, more than you know Raiders and Star Wars, all of them. Um, the main issue why is because teachers use it every year in their classrooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a now stable force of the educational system in this country. People use it to motivate the students and and to really inspire the teacher. And, you know, so it's uh, been a movie that for the last 34 years has made its uh, trek to become uh, a piece of work that motivates and and helps, uh, you know, give ganas,
2: desire to uh, the entire, everyone that watches it. When people ask me how can the Rams be embraced by Los Angeles, I say first they have to win. And I think this is a big step towards that if they win on Sunday. But when the Latino community embraces you, like they did the Dodgers and the Lakers over time, you really become a part of the community. How important is it? And the Rams, I think, have done a good job. Once they got here six years ago, they really tried to embrace what it means. How important is that when you're trying to win over Los Angeles embracing the latino it shouldn't community.
1: be that way okay it's, yeah the team shouldn't have to embrace la look where you live at brother if you ask your city you embrace who comes to your city you dig you know what i'm saying interesting give them, a hug. Give them a hug you know no no you no know. no
2: no but yeah Look, but a lot of people haven't you know they uh, stuck oh, yeah oh, exactly yeah believe me, yeah we started with the 49ers game and other yeah believe me i have a major friends
1: every day my own nephew. there you go Okay. My own nephew's talking. yeah Sorry about that. that's good about, yeah. but uh my own nephews Talking, you know, you know it's, of course it's all in fun. Yeah. But they try to make some points, and I just knock those points out the window. I go, where do you live at, brother? I'm saying, well, I don't even know a back street of Las Vegas. Hopefully, you guys win a Super Bowl. For That's me. a good, yeah, exactly. you here because I know all of LA. The good streets, the bad streets, I know all of LA. I don't know not one street in Las Vegas, so I'm not going to root for a guy that I don't even know where I live at. Yeah. I'll go with it, bro. This says I'll
2: find that Caesar Palace. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? So embrace your city, man. That is such a great point because I think it's important for the teams in this town. That's a part of your community, right? And and, and when things happen in our town, um, who is there? Right. And so you may be a Raiders fan, but they're from Oakland. They played in Oakland. Now they're in Vegas. They haven't been here since 94. You know, the Rams yeah. are a part of the community here.
1: And the, and, the th- and the thing is this. In my life growing up, it's not my DNA to chase anybody. You dig? So yeah. you want to you kick rocks? Go ahead, kick rocks. I'm not chasing you. You want to come back? Depending on how we left? I might take you back with open arms. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't chase nobody. but you want to come to me, just hug it out. Rams are back.
2: Here we go. When pro football left Los Angeles, did you mm. continue to follow the Raiders of the Rams? What, where, where did your no, like, allegiance lie? I, I appreciate the sport. Yeah. And,
3: uh, yeah, I, I embraced the Raiders. You yeah. know, I, I didn't follow the Rams. Yeah. I let them go into their next understanding. And they did. And they were great. They were really good. And, um, But uh, you got to support him now. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing Warners. But I think this is
2: this is important to kind of like embrace what's in your community, embrace what's in your town. Final point, also, you know, these next few years as sports fans in Los Angeles, we got the Super Bowl here, we got the World Cup coming back in uh, 2026, we got the Summer Olympics coming here in 2028. Uh, You know, this is how you know. We remember things back in the old days. I mean, this is great to have all these big events because sports can really bring a community t- together. It I does, bro. Yeah.
1: It does. I'm not a big – I'll be honest. You, I'm not a big soccer fan. I've only started doing soccer when LAFC got here. Oh, I'm sure. Being, and, and it's, That's a fun, it's, yeah. No, it's fun, brother. It's, <laughs> and they're really <laughs> great. It's just, yeah. Oh, man. Let's talk about
3: – Intense. Oh, <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> they <need> – You <laughs> be
4: fit, bro. We'll yeah, to, <laughs> those we'll guys. start
2: running. Yeah. Awesome. Well thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be watching the show. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. thank you so thank much you so for having
4: much.
5: us. All right, we're here with Mel Owens, a legend in huh. and of his own right right now. I just I got blessed, man. this was just this is why I love Media Rose, because you're just able to Random. You guys just, yeah, you guys just randomly <laughs> pop up and you're just here. And I just, yeah. get, I, I just get blessed with being able to talk to legends instead of just, you know. Well,
6: I appreciate it. But you're right, though. I mean, you know, what this is what it's for. It's a game, right? right? This is fun. Um, I remember when I played a little while ago. I was first on draft of the Rams back in 81. Um, but I still have friends. Uh, Steve Foster, laying down the lawn in Texas, invited me here. And then everybody benefits. I right. got to bring my son. I got to meet you.
5: Huh? We're we're here having fun. So let's have at it. Yo, I am excited. I'm excited. So what um did you guys even have this back in, in the eighties? So I, I'm a nineteen eighties baby. I literally was born in nineteen eighties, so to to age myself on this one. Um so we went, did, to,
6: the, we went to the moon in nineteen sixty nine. So yeah, we had some stuff. Yeah.
5: We, we we didn't have cell phones, but we had some stuff. <laughs> well you guys are the greater generation, to be honest with you. Like we're yeah, you know, we I'm not we that should, old. We I'm not should be old. able
6: to learn from you guys. Should, should. But I get it though. Yeah. Um, but they, 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 it wasn't this grandiose, right? It just, this is just like, you know, it, it, think about it in the nineties, it was big and now yeah. we're, you know, in the, in the twenties, right? So yeah. Like, bigger, better all the time. I mean, just, just, just the, the logistics to put it on is unbelievable.
5: Yeah. No, I mean. This is this is a lot. This is actually my first um, meteor because we covered the Super Bowl last year, but this year and, for, and last year, unfortunately, because of COVID, we couldn't really have anybody right, you know right. anywhere. So uh, it was pretty desolate. So this is amazing that there's even this. It's many so around. big. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know if you have
6: if you, people your listeners can see it also, but it's so vast and so good and so professional. Uh, it's amazing.
5: Yeah. Um, well, let's get into your your career and um, what a great career. 26 and a half quarterback sacks. You, you know, I
6: mean, look, like, 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 my like again, my son's here, right? He looks at my card. Goes, oh, you only played for like six years. I go, that's when the card came out, bro. Okay. <laughs>
0: you know, I love that. Come on, man. You know, read it. He's
6: like, come on. Uh 26 like, sacks. One guy gets that one year. I played, I played, I'm a, I'm a, I was an outside linebacker, yep. inside linebacker. I okay. covered guys. I could cover dudes today. I'm telling you. Yeah.
5: Let's talk about that because like in my, in my personal opinion, I feel the league soft. Like let's just get real. Yeah. So like if you compare, you know, even 10 years ago to now, it's a totally different NFL. It's a seven on seven league. Yeah.
6: Because you know why? Because the kids were brought up in seven on seven. So when those guys go to college and they go to the pros, they play a seven on seven type of game. Right. If 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 Marino played now, he'd have like 8,000 yards. Uh, seriously, no, you can throw yeah. it, right? I yeah. Mean, uh, uh, hey, Andre, 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 go Tigers. It's good. Get, oh. get, get, a, get a picture. Go Tigers. Coach O give is give just passing by us. Yeah. For, for those that can't see what we're doing, that's the reason why he's going to get a picture. Yeah.
5: yeah I love son. it. That's um, what I'm saying. You, yeah. you don't know who you're going to see, right? Yeah. You yeah. got go Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I'm okay. sorry. No, not at all, not at all. But yeah, so league is league is definitely soft. Just seven on seven, um, it, it's just. I feel like it's just not football anymore, really. Well, if 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 you watch it
6: now and that's all you've seen, it's okay with you. But a, a guy like me, just, just take me me playing out of the equation for a second, just watching. You know, if I was a fan back in the day? You go, this is not even football. It's like. it, it you can't even block below the waist now. Right. That was, like, dangerous. Like, I mean, the 49ers had plays, plays that would come at you so quick, and, and and they're hitting you in the legs. Nowadays, like, you know, if I know you can't hit me low, I'm just going to play a whole different game. Here it's coming from different sides and, you know, different hits, and you can hit. It's, it's a different game.
5: Yeah. No. I mean, like, as far as that, like, what advice would you give these these guys right now, as, as far as like how they they are able to hit. I mean, obviously Aaron Donald, he's totally changed the game. It's a brand new game. Um, but what would what advice would you give for those guys to just be well, able to get those clean heads? Well,
6: what happens is you grow up in the type of game you're going to play, right? So when Pop Warner. They're teaching, you know, can't block low. You can't block low in high school. You can't block low in a uh, low in college. So it goes all the way through your career. So you learn how to play the game. So you're not going to teach something different um, and, and be adverse to the pro game because you emulate the pro game, right? So they grow up that way. So I, I, if I was coaching, I'm gonna. My, my one son is in uh, high school. He's a freshman. I got this one here. He's an eighth grader. They're, they're gonna play. And I'm going to coach, you know, just an assistant coach at, at, the, mm-hmm. at the school. I got to teach them how they play now. Yeah. Not like when I play, you know, because it's a whole different game. Now, some things, you know, transfer, hands, and all that kind of stuff. But as far as like, you know, the ear holes, you know, it's, it's, you know, hitting low and, you know, chop blocking. That doesn't exist anymore. Hitting a quarterback. I mean, you know, you can make a living off hitting a quarterback when I play.
5: You know, just like hitting them. Well, you did 26 and a twenty six and a half. Times. Well, yeah, you
6: know, and, and and just the way that you can, you know, bump and bump guys and hit them. You know, right. um, you know, you know how they, you know you heard about the Euro step in basketball? Of course, they almost had the Euro step in football where you could go one, two, and hit. Now it's like you right. know, you know, Brady's going, "Hey, he touched me, he touched me." Yeah, but come on, man, relax.
5: Yeah. There's yeah. way too many flags on, on um, helping, out, helping out the quarterback. You're like, hey, you touch my face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Come on, man. Oh, that's so great because, I mean, you're basically saying what everybody else is thinking. Right yeah,
6: now, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's a change game, but they've grown up with it.
5: Um, let's talk about your post football career. I think it's ri- ridiculously fascinating yeah. what yeah. you have done post career because a lot of players can't make that transition over. Right to actually have something outside of football right now. Like football was their life. That's why, you know, you play this game is to be in the NFL, to be in the league, to be able to, you know, have a career in this sport. And then when your body basically gives out and says I'm done, they have some of them have nothing else. You made this great transition to go back get an education. Um, you are a part of the. Uh, you're admitted to the California Bar in 2003. Um, you've done so many great things. Um, a financial advisor. I mean, the, yeah, I these forgot are, about that. Yeah, for Lynch. Yeah, these are phenomenal things that, like, I mean, what advice would you, first of all, what advice would you give these guys that, like, they, they want to move forward? Because six years in the league, that's a long time. In, in I, my I, personal played, I played 11. Well, you said six years with the Rams. Well, Sorry, I, well, no, six, I
6: said six years on the back of that card.
5: Oh, right? gotcha, gotcha, I mean, gotcha. The
6: card came out, saying in 87. Uh, right. My son goes, Oh, you played for six years. I go, No. The card came out in 1991. We'll see. You know, I played 11 years so in right. the league eleven so um the main thing is i never exhaled i never thought like i made it i was always curious i traveled around the world when i was playing i went to um uh, africa i went to italy i went to uh, egypt i went to i went out to indonesia i traveled everywhere yeah you know and when i was in when i was in the nfl i took um classes at the I, I have my degree at University of Michigan but I took class at the local JC
5: after practice oh wow so you you were just constantly learning that's constantly. amazing That's never, great. I,
6: I never, I, again I never exhaled and then afterwards um, I went to work for Merrill Lynch um, I'm gonna tell you this even if I made a billion dollars I'd still would be working and having the curiosity because money doesn't do it for you right it's your your curiosity and your willingness to explore Um, because who wants the money and just relax right it's not fun right right Um, so the driving force was me with me was the curiosity part of it and always wanted to get better and, 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 and learn
5: so the advice I would give keep learning right keep curious keep hungry I love it keep hungry keep hungry um you mentioned that you went overseas and you you know traveled which i think that's great you should everybody should be well learned um in all facets of life right you should not be going to uh, spain you should be going to italy speaking of spain you ran with the bulls oh yeah in pamplona which i've never done and i'm oh, really, yeah. really really afraid to do that how was that
6: uh back in 1987 88 i believe i did it and again it wasn't that publicized you know it wasn't this huge it's a huge event but people just don't know about it and I read about it where the Sun Also Rises by uh, Ernest Hemingway mm-hmm. who's in the book and I told my friend go, we should go there and run with the bulls right so you know w- without going into great detail we went over there and you know you think you can just start anywhere you want no you have to start at the town square they, they uh, uh, fire the cannon that means the, the the bulls have been released from above, and now you're running through the small town of, of Pamplona. And then the next uh, bang cannon says that they're all out, and the corral is now closed. And so now you're running and you run down through the streets of Pamplona into the bull ring. And they have, their, their, I think, the running of the bulls is like six days. We, in the first day, we didn't know what to do, so they kicked us off the, cor- uh, off the course,
7: <laughs> Right. You know, so then right. we saw
6: people getting gored, and they have, um, each day, they blow up pictures of people getting gored, and put them in like, um, on the bank, on the uh, like, bank building in the front, with big posters, like, you know, like a story high. So you see all those blood and guts. And uh, I, I said to myself, I don't know if we wanna run this, man. This is so scary. But we ended up doing it, ran, got some pictures, went to the bull bullring,
5: uh, had fun. Well, you obviously didn't get gorged. No, I didn't, so. no, I,
6: I, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, but they ducked out at the very end, right? When it comes, it narrows down right. into the bull ring. So when we ran, a couple of bulls got turned around. So when, you know, remember you had to listen for the- For,
5: for, the, the, for, for the explosion, for the right? Yeah, yeah, because
6: that means they're all in the bull ring But you know, you didn't hear it, but nobody really cares. All of a sudden you see panic, bulls got turned around and then they got turned around again. So now they're coming through the crowd like at the very end. So it, it can get scary. We saw people getting gored. One guy got gored underneath his arm and you know, ambulances. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's invigorating, scary, fun, you know. And we met a, a, a family who lived in Connecticut, but they're from Pamplona. So we end up staying at their house.
5: Oh, the, that's what I love about Europe, by the way, is that you're going to randomly meet somebody that's you know from there and then or like lives there or whatever. and yeah. like you have a commonality, and they're like, "Come to my home." We
6: we 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 stayed in his house in uh, because he found out I played for the Rams. He's a big Ram fan. Stayed in my house. Stayed in his house. We we're going to Pamplona. Pamplona. Stayed in my house in Pamplona. We went into um, the Pyrenees and had the wine. Oh, awesome! In the in uh, the uh, and the uh, you know the prosciutto, uh-huh. the ham, the Spanish—it's
5: uh-huh. ham. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, with the melona or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and, you know
6: that's why that's why you, if you make the money, you gotta go. You, you know you want to be you don't want to be the richest guy in the cemetery. Spend yeah. the money, man. Yeah, you, you can't know. take it with you. No, yeah, and I and, I, and I, I we didn't make a lot of money back then, but I did spend it on myself
2: all right that was some of our highlights over the past year let's leave it there for now when we come back we'll be joined by our good friend matt liner usc legend when we return right here on the mightier 1090 espn radio in southern california 98.5 the fan in las vegas and the hawaii sports radio network
0: we'll be right back with the arash markazi show on the mightier 1090 espn radio The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports with two ways to win and no rake. Circuit Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Visit circussports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier
2: 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. And 98.5, the fan in Las Vegas. We are now joined by my old college friend, USC legend, (laughs) Heisman Trophy winner, national champion,
4: Matt Leinard. Matt, how are you? Arash, what's up, my guy? You said old, man. No. I'm, turning, I'm, turning, I'm turning 39 this week, dude. So You're in yeah, your 30s still. very old. No, well, listen, you are <laughs>
2: in your 30s. You are still young, and here's why. You are part of something that you need to explain to us. Well, when I say us, me as like an older gentleman, this new crazy (laughs) world of college sports. Right now, it's college football. Matt, let's just start there. I mean, I just saw a UT player signed an endorsement deal with a Lamborghini dealership. I mean, I'm trying to think about back when we were in school, the kind of stuff you and Reggie would have done in Los Angeles as the... Because again, we did not have the NFL. Uh, people have to remember right. where you guys were. USC back when you guys were at your pinnacle. The Lakers had just traded away Shaq. They weren't a playoff team. The Dodgers were not a playoff team. We had no pro football. I mean, you guys were the, uh, the thing in town. What are you thinking as you're watching these stories, these, these kids signing multi-million <laughs> dollar deals?
4: It, it's it's wild and it just makes me think gosh i played in the wrong i played in the wrong <laughs> decade that's for sure but um yeah i mean listen it's i think it's been a long time coming um i i've been an advocate for players uh, monetizing their, their name image and likeness um uh, for a long time obviously you know people all over the country and, and media, every industry have always been saying, well, well, kids kids should be able to make money. Kids should be able to make money. And now that it's here, it, it definitely has become a little bit of the wild, wild west because it is so new. And obviously policies are different amongst every state, school um, legislation is different. Um, rules are different. So, you know, we're, we're kind of finding right now as this just became Legal, essentially, um, a little bit of an arms race to try and sign all these players, and and you know the the schools that have a lot of money can do those things. So, um, you know, I, I would say this, uh, you know, some of these deals are, are crazy. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm like, holy crap! Like these kids are making a fortune. They they don't even ever have to play football again, and they'll be fine. But um, I, I do think there will be regulation. I, I think. I think the market will correct itself after a couple of years here, you know, I, I wouldn't get all up in arms um, like a lot of people are doing. Um, I think it'll take care of itself, but yeah, it's wild, man. I mean, it, it really is wild and, um, you know, it does concern me a little bit that now, um, you know, a lot of these kids who have no real financial education, you know, are getting thrown a lot of money at them. So. I think a lot, a lot will change over the next couple of years, and there'll be a lot more positive things coming out. But right now, it's—I it, mean, it, it's crazy, man. Like it, it, every day, you, you hear you hear a new story.
2: Matt, um, how we became friends at USC is one of my favorite Trojans, the most sure-handed Trojan I ever met, Greg Carlson. I got to meet him back in the day at TAF <laughs> when he won a CIF uh, title. You are now teaming up with Greg and it was really cool to see you and Caleb Williams because Caleb is like, yep. I think everyone's so excited about what he can do. Tell me about the Hall of Goats and what that, that, that is.
4: Yeah. So Hall of Goats is, is an NFT platform where uh, these amateur athletes, both college and high school can, can, you know, monetize their, their, their name, image, and likeness. Uh, it's a digital uh, they can create a digital brand and we want to be the platform that can help service that. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's a very interesting um, and very fast growing kind of industry. Um, and the best way that I could describe it is, is you know, Rosh, you and I and, and, you know, older generation, not in our age, but even older guys, you know, you collect physical trading cards, right? Yeah. You collectibles and all those types of things. So, an NFT essentially is the same thing, but it's a digital trading card or a digital asset. In, in our case, for Hall Ghosts, we're creating avatars for these players that can grow and kind of and, and build over time as these players hit milestones, et cetera, et cetera, throughout their career on and off the field. So we really want to be a platform where these amateur athletes can come and they can they can engage, they can engage in their community, they can help grow their community. They can build a digital brand that that you know. The hope is that will last a lot longer than their playing careers in whatever sport it is. This isn't just football. This is this is men's sports, women's sports, you name it. Um, we want to be that platform for all of these student athletes to to build their digital brand and, and and for them to be able to tell their story and engage in their community. Because a big part of the NFC community, whether it's sports or not, is. is is access and utility and all those things around it. That's, that's how you see a lot of these NFT projects that, that have, that are successful. They, they have great communities behind them. And I mean, there's nothing better than sports fans and sports communities. So um, we're trying to tell that story, Um, obviously with Caleb, who um, has just been, uh, you know, just a great partner and, and been fun to, you know, get to know him and get to know his goals on and off the field. You know what I mean? Like he's he's done a really good job. Uh, you know, kind of navigating this NIL space, him and his team, and um, you know, we we felt like it was just a great opportunity um, to do that. And, and he really, you know, he wants to help student athletes, and not again, not just football. You know, we yeah. want to be. Um, a national platform for all student athletes, and give them an opportunity to grow their brands and, and and make money doing it. Matt, you are still involved with the program.
2: I remember when Lincoln Riley uh, had his press conference; you were there. The program has changed. Night. 19- and day when you talk about that last game at the Coliseum of the season half empty and it was so depressing to see the Coliseum half empty now you got Lincoln (laughs) Ryle and you got Caleb Williams because of the transfer portal I mean they are one of the top 5 top 10 teams Right. where I mean mean, listen we hope that they can win the national championship the, the championship game will be at SoFi talk about the state of the program and again you've met Lincoln you've met Caleb your thoughts on this team
4: yeah, well, first of all, I love LinkedIn. I love the staff. I, I you know, we being a Fox, we had a chance to cover Oklahoma a bunch. So, I've gotten to know Coach over the years, um, and, and the staff that he assembled is very, very good. And, and they're tough. They're intense. They recruit their butts off. Um, it's a really, really good staff, which makes you know me happy just as an alumni. But it should make USC fans, alumni happy because they're doing it the right way. Uh, Lincoln is a—he's well, an uh, incredible coach. He gets it. He understands. Um, and, and so far, he's done a great job of really building this thing. Because, I mean, look—he took over a team that, you know, there wasn't a lot of meat on that bone. Um, you know, th- there's been somewhat of a lopsided around this program now for years. So, mm-hmm. you know, he has, and, and and continues to have a lot of work to do. Um, but the program is heading in the right direction, and then you just. You talk about Caleb, and you talk about you know obviously, you, you last year you look at Mel Tucker, Michigan State, and even Chip at UCLA. A lot of these teams built a team and had success through the transfer portal because that's that's the, the era we're in in college football. Is these kids can can move around. So um, when you inherit a team that has a lot of holes, you go and you try to build, you try to build need, and you try to build through the portal and get and get and, and get good football players who have a lot of experience, and that's how you can kind of build. And he's done that. And, you know, they'll continue to do that throughout the summer and and, and help build this team. And, look, they're going to be very competitive. Obviously, Caleb is a a really, really talented football player. Um, You know, they they have some some transfers that have come in. They have some players that were on the team that are ready to kind of step up. So, um, you know, I think, Ross, like the question, like, you know, are they they going to make a playoff? I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, expectations are high. But I'll tell you what, they're going to be far more competitive than in a long time. Um, you know, they're going to play a lot harder than they've played in a long time, and they're going to be, you know, they're going to be a real player in the pac 12 this year. I, I firmly believe that.
2: Matt, we've all heard about the Trojan family, but describe that, you know, when someone like Caleb takes over the a team, and he's the quarterback, you know, like, is there a group chat, for lack of a better term, like you and Carson and <laughs> Mark Sanchez and things like that?
4: You know what? I mean, we, we all are very close, and it's it, the thing about USC, and, and again, you can you can kind of talk about some of the, the blue bloods and some of the you know the tradition rich programs throughout college football, but especially with quarterbacks. I mean, you look at USC and you look at the history and the lineage, and you go back, you know, all the way back to, to Pat Hayden, Paul McDonald, Rodney Carson. You know, obviously, you know, I, I was able to play and follow Carson. And then after myself, you had Sanchez and when San- all of these map all of these guys, there's just been a lot of great players. Play that position, but a lot of great players to play football at USC. And I actually I spoke to the team last month during spring practice, and I just said, Listen, like, like this is USC. I don't care the record. I, you're talking about some of the greatest football players to ever play the game, you know, wore that jersey and, and, and want you to be successful and want you to go out there and carry on the um, So it, it is. It is a family. You know, they do say once a Trojan, always a. Team you know the, the alumni um the sports football alumni it's a very close group and we always want our players to success and to be the best that they can be because listen it's you know they're they get to wear that uniform and then you, like i said you think about the players that wore that uniform and you think about the history in the in the in the la you know in the coliseum and All of those things, man. So it it, it is really special. And um, I'm just excited that USC, you know, there's a joy and excitement around the program that there hasn't been in a long time. And I think that's what I'm just most excited about is the fans deserve that. And, you know, they're going to get that. And they're going to get that this fall.
7: Yeah. um, Hi, Matt. Brandon Deutsch here, another USC alum. I wanted to ask you more about the football things, uh, the football side of things for this upcoming year like arash mentioned this could be a top five top ten team depending on you know where jordan addison goes and stuff like that'd be a huge addition for the offense a lot of people have said that this could be similar to Oklahoma football situation, like 50 points per game, 60 points per game, like something crazy like that. There's been questions mm-hmm. about how Corey Foreman will play next year in the defense and how that scheme will right. work. The Pac-12, they should be able to at least not cruise because Utah is good and you know Oregon will be pretty good, but they should be able to win the Pac-12. But there's been questions about their their output outlook as a national champion because of their defense. We know Caleb's going to be good and the transfer porters helped them a lot. Do you think that the defense will step up and this will be a 10 11, you know, maybe even 12, probably not 12. It never <laughs> happens, but you know what I mean, uh, win team or is this going to is this team going to have to rely on offense? Or you think this defense will get better by August September? Yeah, I mean,
4: look, I think it's I th- yeah, I think it's a very fair question. I mean, uh, you look at the offense, and clearly with Lincoln and Caleb and some of the players they have, I mean, you know, it has a chance to be a very good offense and that's what Lincoln's known for. So, so, you know, they're going to score 30, 40 points a game at the minimum, um, especially in the pack 12. Um, but yeah, when you look at the defense, I mean, look, Corey Foreman and, and you know, i, I talked to people around the program. He, you know, I think the thing that was missing and what people need to understand is, you know, you can recruit, you can recruit five stars, four stars, three stars. It doesn't matter if you're not developing the players, then, then that's what you're going to see on the field, and that was the problem with previous dads. like I just don't think there was a development part of this thing, and you you saw that it was the same stuff, um, the same you know the same kind of product on the field every single week. And you know kids play hard, and, and obviously they want to do well, but it's up to the coaches to put these kids in a position to be successful. It's up to the coaches to use Corey Foreman in a way where he's going to maximize his potential, and, you know, and and what that is, that's up to Alex Grinch and and their staff to figure that out. Um, you know, I mentioned Alex Grinch; he's a really good football coach at DC. And and the thing I love about him is, man, is is he's aggressive. He's got energy, um, and he's 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 a developer, and he understands how to talk to the players. And um, you know, look, I, look, is, it's gonna is it gonna happen overnight? Probably not, because I said, you know, they need they have there's a lot of holes there. And there's a lot of holes on both sides of the field. You know, this is this is a team that they need to continue to build, and they they need to they fill those gaps, and they need to add bodies, and they, they need to get more kids through the portal um, so that they they can go out and have some depth um, this fall. Like like I don't think people should expect we go out there and this defense being one of the best teams in the country. But I'll tell you what, they're going to play hard, they're going to get turnovers, and we're going to see some of the players that have been on this um, this team really start to develop. I really believe that, but. But, yeah, I mean, mentioned the Pac-12. I mean, look, it, Utah's a really good team. I think UCLA's going to be very good this year. There's good football teams in this conference, but um, I think USC has as good a shot as anybody in this conference to, to win their division and play for a Pac-12 championship. I really believe that. If they can stay healthy, which is, which is true for every team, but given the numbers and the bodies that they have, if they can stay relatively healthy, they'll have a good opportunity. Matt thank you again for joining us Armand here when we think about your playing time with with Reggie the Coliseum was so electric what is your expectation for the Coliseum going into the season do you expect it to be electric going into it right away do you think that the team is going to have to earn that right from the fan base what do you think the Coliseum is going to be like this season Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be packed. I mean, obviously, you know, with, with with people always laugh, you know, with, with, you know, LA fans and all the sports teams, like uh, Rosh had mentioned earlier, like, you know, winning kind of cures everything. It was the same thing with Pete. When I was there our first year, we were, you know, we were six and six, we get 30,000 people. And by the way, that was when the Coliseum sat 92,000, you know, obviously there's, I think it's in the seventies now. So they, um, obviously decreased the seat capacity, but, um, I, I'll just say this, like, I just know that I've talked to people that the buzz and the excitement is, is real. Um, and I, I can't imagine the Coliseum not being packed and not being loud that first home game. Um, I, I really, really believe that. And if they, if they can win and they can start kind of, kind of, you know, getting this, this fan base engaged and excited, um, that's what makes the Coliseum so special. And that's what makes Planet USC special is they've just been waiting. Uh, you know, the, the, these fans have been waiting for a long time to, to, to go to games and see what USC football should be. And, and, and again, I, I do think it's, it's not going to happen overnight, but there's no doubt that the Coliseum's is going to be rocking. People are excited. Um. You know, and it's going to be fun to see. Because, look, at the end of the day, when USC football is good, college football is better for it as well. You know, and uh, when Miami is good, college football is better for it as well. So uh, it'll be a fun season for, for USC.
2: Uh, Matt, I have some good news for you. So you missed out on the big the endorsement deals when you were in college. But let me just give you this report from the New York Post. Tom Brady's deal with Fox Sports, your new teammate. (laughs) Ten years, $375 million, (laughs) making more with Fox Sports than he made during his career. Matt, uh, you know Tom. What what do you think he's going to be like? I I think it's fascinating. Like He knows the money Tony Romo's making and Troy Aikman's making, and now he's like, okay, like, listen. Just watching Tom with his social media. Like, I think he's going to be fantastic in the booth. Your thoughts on your brand new teammate,
4: Tom Brady? Well, first of all, I know. I mean, gosh. I mean, <laughs> I think I just tweeted like the the goat, the goat is just doing goat things, getting a four hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, listen, Tom. I, I had you know I've known uh, used to train with Tom yeah. a little bit back in the day, and and obviously, I mean, I, I'm just. He, you know, always have been a massive fan, clearly, and just and just admired him and who he is and his work ethic, and and I, and you know he's he's the best, you know. And um, but but getting to know him on a personal level back then it was just awesome, you know. And um, I'm I'm happy that he's a part of the team, and um, I think he'll be fantastic. He's 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 just he is who he is. I think, you know, obviously there's always a transition from you know people always say, well, how are they going to be in the booth and this and that and. Um, you know, it, it'll be new for him because it, it's a definitely a different um, it, It's a different skill set, I guess is, is the right word, but um, I mean, Tom is Tom and he, he's seen more and done more in football than anybody that's ever played the game and uh, I'm sure the, the stories and the inside and, and just that will be, you know, people will be glued to the television, so obviously, you know, Fox is family here and, and I'm so happy that he's a part of our family and uh, and also, you know, you know, got to plug our big noon kickoff. That's show. right. I mean, you know, we get, we got, we got Michigan games. So, we, it'd be nice to get him on <laughs> that's set with right. us too, You know, so get him, get him to come out to, to Michigan, Ohio State. You know, and and go go pump up the Wolverines. But man, no, we're fired up to have when he's ready to retire. Yeah. Who knows? And that's gonna be. Uh, It'll be a lot of fun to to get to work with them and
2: team around. That's for sure. You're with our last 90 90 seconds with you, uh, Matt. You you will will have to go through the college recruiting process one more time with Cole. And Cole is already like (laughs) as tall as you. Uh, It is so cool to see him now go through this whole thing. What is it now to experience that with Cole?
4: It's wild, man. It's really wild. He got, you know, he got his first couple offers last week or a couple weeks ago in football. And, you know, he'll be a freshman at modern day this fall. And uh, it's, it's been really, it's different, you know, it's very different, but um, I, I'm just proud of the way he works. He's got a great head on his shoulders. He loves football, loves basketball. Um, you know, just really all he cares about is just working out and, and trying to get better and um, so it's it's it, it's nice. It's nice to kind of just sit back and watch and, and help him and kind of help navigate through all of the, you know, all of the stuff that's going to come his way over the yeah. next couple of years with NIL and just playing at Modern Day and the expectations there and all of that stuff. But uh, he he's he's ready and you know we're just uh, we're excited to kind of just watch his journey, man. It's really it's really fun. But again, it does make me feel old. <laughs> like, holy crap, man! My kid, my kid is uh, my kids in high school almost, and and already you know getting this type of exposure it's pretty funny
2: awesome matt thank you so much you're the best uh, let's do this again soon that's all the time we have for today let's do it again tomorrow until then this is arash markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy this is the arash
0: markazi show on the mightier 1090 espn radio the biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. With two ways to win and no rape Circus Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com for details.